You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Probably the best life skill we don't do enough of is saying no. And this goes beyond the words you say and as often the actions we take. Remember, every time you say yes to someone or something, you are working towards their goal, not your own. Kind of just said that. Whether this is agreeing the extra tasks at work, answering the phone whenever it rings, or refreshing our emails multiple times a day, by all means, do things for others. That's a gift we should never stop giving, but your own actions must lead towards your own goals first and foremost. Prioritize your own tasks before you say yes to others. So if you're doing a task, you need to ask yourself, how important is this task you're doing? Are you fully immersed in what you're doing, or are you not 100% there? And how does this task you're doing fit in on the bigger picture and if it's not aligned to your goals say no and by the way no is a full and complete sentence you do not have to justify a no to anyone you're listening to the ricky long podcast where international fitness entrepreneur ricky long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training nutrition and mindset ricky is a fitness industry expert having been helping people achieve their fitness goals since 2002 we talk everything fitness business and group exercise to help you on your fitness journey Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Ricky Law podcast with Ricky Law. That is the Frenchest welcome I think the podcast has had. And it's the only French that's going to be spoke about in this whole entire podcast episode. And it's going to be about positive psychology for the group fitness instructor and the personal trainer. I've just spent the last half hour in a complete YouTube vortex watching David Blaine. Remember David Blaine? Holding on to a set of balloons and like floating up to 25,000 foot or just shy of 25,000 foot, putting the parachute on when he's there, letting go and opening the parachute with about 5,000 foot to go. Um, like this is the guy who stood in a block of ice for a couple of weeks in London um, and he, he's done weird and I was going to say weird and wonderful stuff. He hasn't. He's just done weird shit throughout his whole life. Um, right, shout out to the podcast uh, sponsors. Uh, shout out to the podcast first and foremost. Hey, podcast, welcome, podcast, really long. You got a podcast. Yeah, go, cool. it's me, it's me, I'm really long. I am the podcast. Oh, you're so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Really long, do you have any sponsors for the podcast? Yeah, I got three. Do you want to tell us about them? Sure. Right, we have body core training and we have podium for sport. Um, what I did the last time, and people uh, seem to like this, is basically I'm going to go on to Podium for Sports' latest Instagram post, and I'm just going to read it out for you. Podium for Sport. So their latest uh, post is at, so I'm recording this on 15th of September. They posted today, um, a couple of hours ago, about their new Hocker, Hocker, Hocker training shoot, which looks absolutely outstanding, um, which just leads me on to what Podium for Sports specialise in. They specialise, well, I was going to say they specialise in elite performance because the Hocker training shoe is an elite performance shoe, um, but they don't really specialise in elite performance because they're great for all-rounders, commercial gym equipment. Um, if you want to go and spend £160 on a pair of trainers, which I think that's what these cost, you can. Equally, if you want to buy a 20-pound pair of trainers, you can go and do that. So basically what Podium for Sport do is they do a little bit of everything really well. Let's just sum that up. So if you're looking at any gym kit, kit for the gym, you're looking at kit out of the gym, go to Podium for Sport. Our second sponsor is probably the, the worst plug of the sponsor I've ever done. Sorry about that. Um, body Core Training. Let me look at Body Core Training, mother. 
what are you? Oh, they've changed their logo. It used to be red. It's now blue. Um, body core training. Taking a while to load because I'm on the Wi-Fi. Um, they're doing tip of the week. Tip of the week posted one day ago on Monday. Makes sense. This week... This week's tip following on from last week is to focus on being mindful and stepping back from situations when our emotions run high. And then this is a video. Another video from Bodycore Coaching. I'd just like to talk to you very quickly about being mindful. Stepping back, stepping out, stepping away from any emotional state, How cool is that? state, physical occurrence. That's the bias. I'll put both those uh, links in the show notes. Uh, Bodycore training, look after all the fitness professionals, level two, level three, nutrition, um, qualification and certification needs. Check them out. Uh, that was the bias you just heard. Um, if you're ever speaking to him or Chris Chester, who runs their onboarding, um, just tell them you're talking to Ricky Long and I promised you 90% discount for all courses. And they'll say, we don't do 90% discount for courses, but what we might be able to do is like a cheeky five or 10%. And we'll have a word with Ricky Long and tell him to stop acting a dick on his podcast. Um, yeah, that's it, right? If you are, you're going to be listening to this on Monday, the 21st of September. Now I'm going to do, I'm going to do you a deal. I feel like a uh, Del Boy here. On the 21st of October, did I say? 21st of September. My GFI, the online PT course is, the price is changing. It's going from 195 to 295 on the 21st of September. And on exclusive, by the way, on the 30th of September, the course is gone. I'm putting it to bed for at least two months. I need to reevaluate the course and spend a lot of time with uh, my, my current students who are in it. So you've got a week and a half to book the course. If you book the course by the end of today, I will honor you the 195 booking course. What do you get for that? You get all my help, support, tips, tricks, love to leverage your group fitness business to start an online PT business and by day 29 you will have your five first PT clients. Five first five clients online are worth about £500 a month and it's costing you £200 to get into the course so that's £300 worth of profit plus you'll get to learn at the end all about how to scale your business so go from £500 a month income to £5,000 a month income within 12 months so yeah i'll teach you about that um so yeah look out for that on the in the show notes um the price is going to go up at like 11 a.m on monday the 21st if you mention working on podcast throughout that week i'll do you a deal and um you know i'll throw in an extra pair of y fronts um a dog and a three-wheel van just like the boy anyway i'm going to move on to the podcast subjects we're going to talk five five things about positive psychology for the group fitness instructor and the personal trainer and to be honest you can apply these to the most things in life in a working life and certainly in your personal life um the goal i would love you to do you know right now grab a pen grab a piece of paper and just write down anything that's relative so the five things we're going to I'm trying to do a podcast uh the five things that we're going to talk about is the idea of practicing gratitude taking perspective on your tasks, noting the positives of each day, spending time with people who nourish your needs, and to know your own personal strengths. There are the five things we're going to talk about, and then we're going to do our gym review and our listeners' questions. So the gratitude, this is something I've spoken many times about on the podcast, and the, the point of doing gratitude is... 
you know, we, we don't have, it was a great quote by Mel Robbins. It's, uh, I don't have to, let me read this properly. I don't have to chase extraordinary moments to find happiness. It's right in front of me. If I'm paying attention, I'm practicing my gratitude. Uh, Mel Robbins, Brenny Brown, such good thought leaders in the idea of practicing gratitude. And, you know, it's the analogy of happiness is not in the destination. Happiness is in the journey. Um, there's loads of variations of that saying. That's just the, vari the variation that kind of sprung to mind. Um, when you take time to appreciate the, the moment that you're in, the present that you're in, it makes, it reprograms your brain. So what we're what we're programmed to do as humans is we're programmed to consume all this noise and all this news. And when you turn on the news, you'll always hear about the horror stories. So it starts, we're, we're like a vacuum for negative energy. So when we put a block in the negative energy, we focus on the positive energy. Um, and it's about practicing gratitude. We encourage, we, I encourage you to write down three things every morning that you're grateful for. This will pre-program your brain and the mind for the day. We're surrounded by this bad news everywhere and reactive news. Gratitude helps anchor and ground us to see the positive and sets us up for that good day. Now, those things that you can write down, your gratefulness for the day, these can be really, really big things or really, really small things. So the big thing could be, I'm really grateful that I've worked hard for the last 15 years and I got my promotion. Or it could be, I'm really grateful I had a good night's sleep. Or I'm really grateful I slept all the way through the night without having to get up and let the dog out or, you know, see a child who might be crying in the next room. Just writing down those grateful things at the start of the day turns on like the positive tap in your head. Imagine you have two taps in your head, a positive energy and a negative energy. If you start with the gratefulness, it turns on the positive tap. Second one we're going to talk to is about taking perspective on tasks. Um, take perspectives on the tasks that you are doing at that moment and the perspective on where they line up in your bigger picture and your end goals. And I, I suppose I could talk here about learning how to say no more often. So a great way to say no is, you know, the, the old the old adage, if it's not a fuck yeah, it's a fuck no. So when you're asked to do something, if you don't really, really want to do it, just don't do it. Um, second part of that is sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do. You want to be doing things that line up to your goals first. And then if you have time, love and energy, you can maybe do the things that don't line up to your goals and maybe help someone else. Because when you're doing something you don't want to do, you're working towards somebody else's goals. The idea that probably the best life skill we don't do enough of is saying no. And this goes beyond the words you say and as often the actions we take. Remember, every time you say yes to someone or something, you are working towards their goal and not your own. I kind of just said that. Whether this is agreeing the extra tasks at work, answering the phone whenever it rings, or refreshing your emails multiple times a day, by all means, do things for others. That's a gift we should never stop giving. But your own actions must lead towards your own goals first and foremost. Prioritize your own tasks before you say yes to others. So if you're doing a task, you need to ask yourself, how important is this task you're doing? Are you fully immersed in what you're doing? Or are you not 100% there? And how does this task you're doing fit in on the bigger picture and if it's not aligned to your goals say no and by the way no is a full and complete sentence you do not have to justify a no to anyone
Uh, notes, point number three, note the positives for each day. So similar to gratitude at the end of the day, you know, before you start your bedtime routine, look to write down the positives of the day or sometimes I kind of write down the learnings of the day, like one good learning of the day. Um, so it's similar gratitude, you know, we're programmed to focus on the negative stuff. If you sit at the end of the day and look at the positives of the days, that's the thoughts you'll go to sleep with. That's what will re- Re, we, rewire your brain I can almost talk um, so just sit down and write what did you learn for the day again it could be you know I, I learned how to do trigonometry and chemistry and learned how to recite all 17 books of William Shakespeare I don't know how many there were or it could be you know what see today I learned that, you know the little petrol gauge in your car? So if you're looking at your car and you see the little petrol symbol on your dashboard, there's a little arrow beside that. If it points to the left, it means your fuel cap's on the left. If you point, if it's pointing to the right, it means your fuel cap's on the right. You could write that down. That's actually quite interesting if you didn't already know that. So write down the positives of each day. Point number four, time with people who meet and nourish your needs. Average of five. Right, so we've all heard this saying. Uh, Jim Rowan, I think, said this first. Uh, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So in your head right now, identify the five people you spend the most time with and notice how you are the, all the average of each other. You will either bring each other up or you will bring people down. Give you a good example of this. When I first started training in, and working in David Lloyd's uh, 2018 in Edinburgh, um, all the staff in there were quite engaged in traveling and I wasn't, I had no interest whatsoever. And it started to give me just a little bit of an interest. Fast forward two years and I started swimming in Inverclyde. Lo and behold, all the swimmers I'm swimming with are all triathlon. And here's me being a triathlete now. You're the average of five people. Like I'm so easily influenced at times. Um, so when you're looking at the average of five, it's a good idea to try to be the dumbest person in the group. So I'm not saying act dumb. I'm trying to say the five people you spend the most time with, hopefully they're all smarter than you at something, whether that's you know fitness, uh, nutrition, um, just general IQ and intelligence, whether it's fixing cars, whatever it might be. You want them to have skills which you don't have in areas that you want to excel in. Um, and then you need to rinse your circle as needed. And I'm not meaning you fall out with people. Just make sure you're spending the valuable time in that group of five that serves you and nourishes you. Um, and watch out. <laughs> watch out for the energy vampires. You know those people who just suck out your energy and suck out your happiness? Don't spend a lot of time with them. Because you're probably, when I say... You probably have something that they want and they could benefit from, but instead of them going after it and you being able to educate them, they're just sucking you around. You know when you're around a lot of negative people and you start to become a negative person? It's that idea. So if you're a group of five, if you're sitting having next time you're sitting having coffee with your friends or a few drinks, just notice what you're all talking about. If you're whinging about politics, football, uh, fitness industry, pay scale, you're all having a whinge, it's all a bit negative. Well, it makes sense. Be the one to flip that conversation, start to make it positive and tell them what you're doing. And by the way, all of this applies to online as well. You know, what content are you consuming online? 
you know, are you seeing a lot of news and a lot of death and destruction and a lot of shit about Brexit? Or is your news feed full of stuff like Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Mel Robbins, Brenny Brown that actually serves your brain? And you can rinse and you can rinse that. So even on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and TikTok, if you're seeing posts that you don't like, mark it as a post you don't like. And those algorithms will stop showing you that content and show you the content that they want. Just to go off in a little bit. The way the algorithms on social media work is they are programmed to show you what you want to see. And you can influence that. So if you're seeing, so my news feed on most platforms is a mixture of Les Mills content, uh, a little bit of mindset content, and the majority of content that's sent towards me is football and sport, because that's the content I engage the most in. If I see I'm making a conscious effort to do this on, because Instagram's brought out Reels now, so typically on my news feed on uh, Instagram itself, I would have at one point been pushed a lot of pictures and videos of these fitness physique athletes, you know, strutting around gyms and doing all these poses. I don't like that. I'm not into that. So I would hold it and I would get rid of that and say, don't show this. And now it starts to show me a lot of football because the algorithm knows that I'll watch the football videos. I don't even remember what's going with this. But you should be doing the same on videos that you don't want to see. Let the algorithm, let the platform know you don't want to see it. The reels on Instagram, that's why. So because reels are new on Instagram, it's pushing a lot of these fitness physique videos towards me. So now I'm just manually, don't want to see that, don't want to see that, don't want to see that. And I would say even now in the last couple of days, I'm starting to get football reels coming in. Uh, my TikTok is literally just full of football. Whereas, you know, if I use Lindsay as an example, her TikTok reels, her TikTok feed is full of like animals and dogs because that's what that algorithm knows she's watching. Mine knows I'm watching football. You're smart like that. So influence that. Take charge and influence that. Um, look at your news, not your news feed, your Instagram story feed. So you're going to see four or five people across the top. Like if, be the you know be the dumbest person of those five. So look at those four or five people across the top. And if it's if it's your friends, you know click the button and put. Um, if you hold their story, you can mute their story. So that means that Instagram now knows. All right, you don't want to see videos from Ricky Long. You want to see videos from Gary Vaynerchuk. Good, because that will probably serve you more than my stories. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Whoo! Now. Those five things we spoke about. Oh, that's four things. Got one more to do. Happy days. <laughs> know your strengths. Point number five. Know your strengths. It's really, really easy in this world that we live in to like, oh, I'm, I'm not so good at that. I'm not good at that. I need to work on this. I need to work on that before I can go and do this. You know, I, I can't get a job as a personal trainer, you know, because I don't know enough about nutrition or I don't know how to write a program. Enough of that. Look at what your strengths are. Um... You should know what your natural strengths are. If you don't, ask somebody close to you, you know, what are my strengths? And they will give you a rough idea of what they are. So if you're a personal trainer, um, you're probably told, you probably know what your strengths are. You're probably good at talking to people. You're probably good at, you know, program design. What you might not be good at is marketing, copy. So the the temptation would be, oh, I need to do all my work in marketing copy. Whereas if you just focus so much on your strengths and made yourself the best trainer, it would bring your average up and the marketing copy would, by definition, improve as well. So what I'm trying to say is if 
you know what your strengths are, start to celebrate your strengths. Because if you celebrate your strengths, everybody else will start to celebrate your strengths. Double down on your strengths. Address your weaknesses, yes, but double down on your strengths. Um, and showcase it, you know, use sh social media to showcase what your strengths are. You know, if, if you are a personal trainer and you're, you know, you're really, really good at um, weightlifting, put some videos up of you doing weights, but just talk to your clients at the same time. Um, you know, if you're a group fitness instructor and you, you can jump really, really high in body attack, put those videos up and underneath it in a caption or perhaps do, you know, a creative voiceover, talk about how you got good at jumps and why you enjoy jumping because that's what, that's how you can showcase yourself but still talk to your audience. Um, and then lastly, just be proud of everything I've kind of said. Be proud of your strengths. Don't be embarrassed because you can jump high in, in body attack or, you know, don't be embarrassed because you're the member of, you know, the Les Mills UK team with the best, biggest and sexiest calves. I mean, there was a time where that would have embarrassed me, but now, now I really like it. And now I tend to just walk into rooms and just like walk in backwards, leading with my calves, just so as everybody can see that. And that's not just in Les Mills land. I'll do that anywhere. I did that in B&M last week and Lindsay was so embarrassed. But it's because I know my strengths and now everybody in B&M knows my strengths just because they saw me walking in backwards and they can see my calves. So be proud of your strengths right let me go through those five things again practice gratitude take a perspective on tasks and note the positives of each day time with people who meet your needs and know your strengths right, i'm going to take a drink of water Lindsay. just come in there oh she's <laughs> she's smiling which is really useful for a podcast all right we're going to go into gym reviews now, I'll put out on social media. How did you review in this week? I was just going in there. So I'll put on the social media what gems you should review. And I'll, I just want to stick to using TripAdvisor. And the three gems that I put in, none of them are on TripAdvisor. So I went on the Facebook pages and I looked at the Facebook reviews. And they're really boring. So I picked out three gems close. So the first one is Village Hotel Newcastle Pontine. Pure Gym Borumwood, which is in Birmingham, or Hertfordshire, rather, and Bangor Aurora, which is hard to say. Aurora. Say it. Aurora. Yeah, see. Aurora. It's hard to say. So we'll see if Bangor Aurora lasts, because that's a gym I know very well, and all the staff there. Right, let's go. Newcastle, Pontine, Village Gym. Gavin, 2018 in January 2018. Do you reckon he created this account specifically for this review? Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> worst, never again. Worst day this time after our first day was faultless. I don't know what that word is, mate. mate get uh, weren't allowed to use leisure facilities, though we paid club room, just had double bed, even though we paid extra to upgrade. But it's not even a review. It's not even a good review. Weren't allowed to use leisure facilities. Of course, you were allowed to use the leisure facilities, even though we paid club room. Just had double bed in, even though. Gavin, go and learn how to write English. Put sentences together. Um, this one is from Edward, with a lot of letters after his name. Maybe a doctor. Uh, January 2018. 
Uh, only there because someone else was paying one star review, so you can hardly complain them. Uh, poor food in both restaurant and pub, possibly one of the. Oh, I love the use of the word the, not the the. Possibly one of the most unpleasant dining experiences I've ever had. Would not recommend staying there. To my worst enemy, you get an average room with a premium price. The only saving grace are the leisure facilities, which he obviously doesn't talk about in this review, which is quite useless. Um, poor food in both the restaurant and the pub, possibly one of the most unpleasant dining experiences I've ever had. I think that's an exaggeration, mate, because Eddie, mate, from Portsmouth, I'm sure at some point in your life, you have been pissed out of your head. And at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, you have like gone into a real, real dirty, greasy spoon and ate something when you're otherwise sober, you would not have. And I will bet you that that would be better than the experience you have just described here. Or not be better. <laughs> Nearly got that right. Um, right. I had a really, really good one, which is just escaped me. Um, right, so this one is really, really interesting because it's stupid. From Adam, and he wrote this on the 12th of September. One out of five stars. Fraudulent stating the leisure facilities are open. He wrote this on the 12th of September 2020. Due to COVID, the pool and the gym are the only things open. No steam, no sauna. Paid extra to use these facilities to be told we can't. Also, wouldn't refund the extra we paid the use of facilities. We only travelled five miles too. Never mind. Just a warning to others. Mate, it's covid Things are different now. You go to McDonald's and you have a different menu. You go to Costa, it's got a different menu. So, of course, when you go to a leisure facility, do not expect the same thing that you had on the 12th of December, 2019. Things are different. Due to COVID, pool and gym were the only things open. No steam and sauna. I wonder why the steam and sauna isn't open. Like, I just wonder why. I'll let you work that out, Adam. Right, pure gym. In, oh, nine reviews, Pure Gym in Hertfordshire. Um, seven terrible. Let's go look at those. Um, brilliant. First one I love straight away. This is Darren from Ponty, Ponty Pride? Ponty Pride? Ponty Pride. Uh, one star, no Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, why didn't you have a good experience in that gym there, Darren? Um, it's because there was no Wi-Fi. Oh, did, uh, did you need the Wi-Fi? Like, to, to help you sweat and burn calories and reach your fitness goals? No, I needed it so as I could uh, take videos and pictures and put it on my Instagram story. Fuck up, Darren. Uh, gym really nice, but disappointed with no internet. Only just joined. I asked the PT trainer about Wi-Fi, and he said it's a waste of time. Everyone complained about it, and it just don't work. <laughs> Everyone complained about it and it just don't work. It meant, meant is spelled uh, M-E-N-T, by the way, folks. Uh, just don't work. It meant to be O2. The O2 is actually a zero, mate. So you spell, it's meant to be zero two. It's meant to be the letter O. Meant to be O2. So in my opinion, you should not say you got something if it doesn't work. The internet in the gym Newport Road works perfectly. So very disappointing. Darren, wind your neck in, mate. You're that's not even a gym review. You're just upset because you don't pay enough on your phone tariff that gives you maximum 3G, 4G and like 100 gig a month. What you should actually be doing is working a little bit harder so as you can have a bigger tariff on your phone so as you're not having to rely on other people's Wi-Fi. Ah, right, uh, this is Darn Hall, uh, June 2019. I'm a member of Pure Gym, 
because of the fact that I can use full gym network and it's 24 hour access. You know what? That's what Pure Gym do really well. They give you 24 hour gym access. Like if you're in a busy city like Hertfordshire, like Birmingham, I think that's really good. Um, I turned up. Oh, I spoke too soon. I turned up at 4:30 a.m. after walking 40 in brackets after walking 40 minutes to get there from my hotel and it closed. Not open till 6:30. Absolute waste of my time. Um, what you should have done is used the Pure Gym app, mate, and uh, check the time of your local. Now, I can understand you'd be frustrated, especially at that time. But at the end of the day, if you walk 40 minutes there, you probably walk 40 minutes back to your hotel. So you got 80 minutes worth of walking. That's a lot of steps. So focus on the positives um, and maybe check the app the next time. Um, cool. One star review from Dennis, uh, June 2019. Nonsense extra payments. Nonsense extra payments. Should pay $16.99. Pay $36.99. Busy at all times. Half the equipment not working. Let me just do some quick maths here. Um, what you've probably done there, mate, is you've probably ticked the box, either online or on a paper copy, to pay like the first two months up front. That's what you've probably done. Um, happens quite a bit with um, Pure Gym. Um, so back to the original point, I wanted to remain a customer, but due to impersonal decision to treat me like a number rather than a customer, I have now cancelled. I have paid, hold on, I have paid £19.99 for 48 months. That's £959. I was happy to pay. <laughs> I was happy to pay £19.99 times 20 years. That's 4,797. I'm in my 30s. Who knows? It could be more. I was not willing to pay an additional £3 a month, which would be £720 over those 20 years. Finance manager, please take note. For trying to squeeze me for £720, you have lost 5k. Ended up with this damning review. And don't forget that I will tell all my friends what a shocking experience that was. Was it worth it? Oh. Oh. That's that's quite scathing. Um, Twenty years in the same gym, nobody does that. Like very very few people in this world do that. And the chances of it being twenty pounds a month in twenty years is slim to nearly impossible, just with general inflation. Um, but that is quite a funny review. Right, let's move on to Bangor Roar. Now I know I have friends who work in Bangor. I have uh, I I know that the managers of this gym as well would be connected with me. So I've got to be really, really delicate here. Um, but what I will say is I'm going to go straight to the terrible reviews because they'll be the funniest. And I'll go to the gym first and foremost. And there's a good chance that some of the people writing these, I might even know as well. So we'll go to the first one. Uh, Ryan F, November 2019. One star, gym membership. Staff are rude. The place is... Oh, um, maybe I should do it in a really, like, Northern Irish accent or a Bangor accent. Can I do a Bangor accent? I can only do a Bangor accent when I'm talking about boats and golf and sunglasses and head. Um, anyway, staff are rude. The place is dirty. Sauna doesn't work. They sent my membership to debt agent company after one week of not being paid. Absolute joke. Right, Ryan, let's have a little chat. Staff are rude. Were the staff really rude or was it just not a good conversation? Um, the place is dirty, sauna doesn't work. 
Everyone listening to this, see saunas and steam rooms. They are renowned for breaking down. There's a couple of reasons for that. Reason number one, there is a shitload of water and moisture involved. And when water and moisture are involved with electronics, sometimes things go wrong and have safety mechanisms. Combine that with people just being in saunas and being a little bit filthy and dirt falling off and hair falling off. It clogs things up. Um, so saunas and steam rooms, etc. break more often. Maybe they break more often than they should, but have a little patience. Um, they sent my membership to a debt agent company after one week. Well, you obviously didn't pay your membership. And this is what companies do to make sure they get paid. So I don't know, Ryan, what you do for a living. But if you did a job, let's say you're a roofer and you fix someone's roof and they didn't pay, it's probably a good idea to get a debt collector to... You've, you've called it a debt agent collector. Um, it's not really a debt agent collector. It's just somebody who recovers losses. Um, the next step would be debt collectors. So you've got that a little bit wrong. Um, but yeah, probably just pay your membership and you won't have those problems. Um, this is, oh, anonymous. <laughs> oh, it's all about the gym. Uh, oh, there's, oh, this is brilliant. This is going to be in Panorama. Right, so this is anonymous, February 2015. This would have been when I was still there, it's not me. Um, one star. I would have been teaching classes in February 2015, brilliant. Maybe I'm involved in this. Um, one star, OMG. Today I went into Legend to use a gym and swimming pool. I don't believe this review. I swapped my card, opened the gate and went into the main hall. Brilliant description. After I noticed the main swimming pool is closed for public, I went back to the reception and told the main pool is closed for the rest of the week due to school holidays. I told my swimming membership has nothing to do with school time and I don't want to listen to such kind of excuses. Massive, massive frustration for gym members when you go to use the pool and it's closed for something to do with schools using the pool. This is me talking, by the way, for schools using the pool or it's hired out to the swimming club. Nothing pisses me off more. For example, my local leisure centre, traditionally the pool opens at 7am. But the swimming club are in that pool from 6 to 7 every morning. That's actually the time I'd like to swim. Pisses me off. So that's why I don't use that pool anymore. And coming out of COVID, I won't be using that pool because I want to swim at that time. I want to be finished my workout by half 7, not halfway through it. Anyway, I went back into the main hall and then the manager... And then manager went to me and said he has to talk with me for being rude with staff members. Clearly some sort of problem with your own ego there, mate. Uh, he told me not to sit in the main hall as I have no manner at all and he has the right to remove me from premises. So that first part of the sentence, I think, is a lie. Uh, he told there is a police officer having leisure in the premises and he gave him permission to evict me. That's a lie too. He didn't say that. Your manager didn't say that. Uh, I asked him, what have I done? Are you just making, just making shit up here. Uh, I did not find it offensive and refused to leave and ask him to remove me with police. Police arrived <laughs> and leisure centre manager, who I know who that is, especially in 2015, told my membership is terminated and I have to leave the premises. Police told I did nothing criminal but had to leave. Never seen such a customer service before. Um, never been called police in my life and never had any criminal offences in my past. I am almost 40 years old. Oh man, I'm so embarrassed for you, 40 years old, and you're putting a post like this on social media. Fuck me. Oh, stop that, stop that. I'll just move on to the next one. Um, oh, there's been a response. Ah, oh, response from Andy, the manager. And he responded three days after yours. <laughs> 
Uh, hi, visitor. In response to your post above, we cannot condone abusive behaviour to any of our staff members. On three separate occasions, our team have tried to communicate with you to no avail. We take these matters very seriously, especially when in front of our family visitors. We feel we took appropriate action as you do not live up to the admissions policy. <laughs> oh, that's golden. Oh, you've just been like, you just really had your pants pulled down, whatever your name was. Visitor. Um, all right, let's do one more. Can we get one? Can we get one of like group fitness classes? Because they, they could be the best ones because I'll know people there. Per um, changing rooms, excellent facility, great facilities. No, there's nothing specifically about classes, just kind of like gym. Is there a search button? Dirty saunas, excellent facility, gym pool. Um, go on to the next page. I'll just go into like a couple of pages here, folks. And if there's nothing there, or something here about CrossFit, I'm out of that weekend. Uh -huh. uh, state of the art Olympic pool. It's a good pool, this one, then, to be fair. Um, good facility. Oh, here's one Peter B, April 2017. The facilities are good here aqua squash, aqua challenge, pools, gyms, etc. Down points are that receptions need to be a little more customer friendly and not chew chewing gum like a cow chewing cud when it's working. Totally agree. I hate when a, any kind of service member staff is chewing chewing gum unless it's some sort of medical reason. Um, like, you know, if they don't chew chewing gum, they'll die, which I don't think is an actual medical condition. Uh, also, management need to take a look at maintaining customer satisfaction. Lessons can be postponed, cancelled due to other events. Hate that. Yeah, I've already spoke to that. Um, coffee shop is also a letdown. You know what? See the coffee shop in Bangor Roar? It is a bit pants. Um, you could do better with that one. Like, even just get a vendor in. You know, get, you know run. What's our money for? You know, the phrase where somebody just comes in and franchises it out. You know, like, get a Costa to come in or get uh, get Ground Espresso Bars to come in because um, they'll just do it better than what's there existing. I know it's a little bit of coin for you. Um, but yeah, I would just want vendor for that and get somebody else in. Right, we're going to do listeners' questions. Um, these come in today. I'm just going into my phone to get them. Um, so the way I want listeners' questions to be is just like, you know, they can be anything. Um, so questions are, this one came from Gareth. Should I bike or run today? Well, given... It depends on the weather. See if the weather's good where you are. I would get out on the bike because if it's windy and rainy, you can still run. Like it, it sucks to do it both. But if it's dry and still, I would get out on a bike. Prioritize that. Um, how long before Ash? Sorry, how long before fat loss for a beginner? So when you're a beginner starting like a fat loss regime, that's probably when you'll get the most. Uh, I want to say the most, the fastest kind of gains, or in this case, losses. So probably within six weeks, you should see significant changes, and more to the point, you should feel significant changes. And if you're working with a coach in that period, or even just take my word for it, is you should be looking at things that you can really measure. So if you can't run on a, you know, for a minute, you should be trying to build up the running for a minute, and then once you run for a minute you'll be able to say, you know what, I've improved because I couldn't run for a minute at the start, and now I can. You can apply that to a squat, a deadlift, a bench press. You know, even spending 20 minutes in the gym from a mental point of view can be really, really difficult for someone. Um, and then in the, uh, a month's time, if you find that a lot easier. 
And then when you're looking at diet as well, kind of do the, the same thing, you know, just do it in stages. So address address your calories first of all, have an idea of how to track calories, use my fitness pal, um, and then attack one meal at a time. So start with breakfast for a week, then you look at lunch for the next week, then you look at dinner for the next week, and just look at ways that you can stay within a calorie deficit that allows you to enjoy your food and enjoy your training without it compromising um, your life. I don't even know if that answered the question. Steve, where to get education on cardio training? Um, Google. And I don't mean that sarcastically, but if you look at the cardio training you want to do, whether it be, you know, like myself, like traveling training, or maybe you want to do hit training, um, maybe it's like specific uh, running, you want to get really, really good at running, look on Google for the leaders in that field. Look at the free content they've put out there. Um, then go to podcasts and search for any podcasts that they've done and they will normally direct you towards probably loads of enough information in there um, but if you do want to pay a little bit extra they will then you know direct you towards whatever coaching programs books courses that might be available um, so find the leaders in your chosen cardio discipline you can apply that to anything cardio strength training uh, cookery um, how to drive lorries anything like that um this one is from lauren is team teaching okay so i assume this is talking about you know in les mills land so we're going through uh, i don't know if anyone of the listeners know this right now um there's been a global pandemic um uh, the coronavirus which is apparently it's worse than a flu um and wearing a face mask indoors is recommended but not mandatory um, and you shouldn't be within two meters of anyone um, and that kind of saves the coronavirus um, people have asked is team teaching okay we're like when you're teaching a class uh, yes provided you're adhering to the guidelines and rules set out by the government and the center right now um, you might find that trying to get a team teach organized is just more hassle than it's worth um, yeah, so, and, and again, from that, you know, safety point of view, uh, if you, you might find that if you were to rock up in the front of the class with another person, it might make your members feel uneasy. Now, I could be completely wrong about that, um, but I would just check with your gym manager whether that's allowed. Is it allowed from a Les Mills point of view? Well, 100%, obviously, as long as you are doing it in this safe way that makes first and foremost you safe then your members um, and probably the club as well um yeah i'm gonna round this podcast off um i've enjoyed it i've been standing up the whole time uh lindsay's been in it murphy's been storing there's been cars going up and down the road deeping her horns we've reviewed a couple of gyms um taking a piss out of a couple of gyms and we did five positive psychology things that you can do every single day i'm going to do them in reverse order know your strengths you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with note down your positives and learnings for each day take perspective on tasks uh practice practice you like how i said that practice gratitude and then at the start of the podcast i spoke about my sponsors body core training ricky long pt business course and putting for sport and then what i'm going to do now is ask you beg you demand you NLP your ass to take a screenshot of your phone right now, stick it in social media. For every person that does that, I will come round your house, cook you dinner, pour you your favourite glass of wine, and then we're just going to sit, get drunk, 
you know, have a fire on. If you don't have a fire, a fire, I'll build you a fire as well. We'll sit there, we'll chill out, and we'll just have a really, really good time. We'll get really, really drunk. Um, we'll make some TikTok videos, uh, and we'll, we'll just—it'll be a real, real special night. Um, so if you can, screenshot your phone right now, stick it on the gram, and I will catch you on the next podcast. And I'll see you at your house with a bottle of wine in a few minutes. Au revoir. You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.